Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we check in with Adam Big Hill to see how his offseason is going and how he's excited to get back to Winnipeg. And also, your chance, if you're between the ages of 14 and 25, to prove yourself. If you want to be an Olympian, the training ground, RBC training ground, coming to Winnipeg this weekend. Tell you all about that on the podcast. Now, I was scrolling through Twitter this morning, and I saw this tweet from Adam Big Hill. Just a month left until I'm back in Winnipeg. Training camp is around the corner. We talked about eating at a breakfast restaurant. So I thought, hey, let's talk to Adam to see how his offseason is going on the West Coast. So Adam joins me now. And Adam, where are you right now? Uh, I'm in Port Moody, British Columbia, which is just a suburb of Vancouver. Okay. And how's the weather there? I'm sitting outside on the back patio, and it's about 14, 15 degrees sunny. Mm, sounds good. As you can imagine, yeah. the weather is cooler in Winnipeg than it is in Vancouver. So, Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. So uh, how has your offseason been? It's been fantastic. What have you, uh, I guess, how much do you balance training with kind of just trying to enjoy time off? Well, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, it, training is still my job and as being a football player. So, um, you know, our schedule is a family and, and, you know, I put a lot of value on family time, but it it does take a backseat to when I need to train. So um, my schedule can be dynamic based on when I'm going to be training. And, um, you know, so everything kind of gets planned around after that. So once I know when I'm training, everything else can kind of go on the schedule. Um, you know, so training is number one. When you're, Away from Winnipeg, how much are you doing just, you know, training by yourself and how much are you actually with other people? Um, you know, I mean, it's a good question. I mean, I train with uh, with my trainer, Rob Williams, of uh, Sport Core Performance, um, you know, several times a week. Um, and there, there could be some other athletes mixed in there, but usually it's just me and him. And then other times I'm by myself and, you know, I still – actually train with a good buddy of mine, Solomon Elaminian. So, uh, you know, me and him get together for some training as well. How many hours a day? Oh, I'd say roughly roughly three within another hour stretch at night. So roughly four hours of total total work dedicated towards training. Okay. And then the other time is family time most of the time? Yeah, and then I also started my, my second career as a financial advisor. So, um, you know, I'm still – kind of carving time out of the day to kind of do stuff with that as well. So, um, you know, I found out there's just not enough hours in the day. (laughs) But you're having no problem balancing at all? So far, I'm balancing it all, yep. It's, uh, you know, wife has been great. She's been, uh, you know, fantastic keeping our family going and, you know, helping us plan all these activities. So, you know, when I'm not training or doing other work, you know, we're doing family stuff and we're, we're being productive and having a lot of fun. How much do you keep track of kind of the goings on in the CFL over the course of the offseason, be it free agency, what uh, who other teams have signed, and then the negotiations labor-wise? Do you keep tabs on all that? Yeah, yeah, I keep tabs on all that. I mean, it's just it's, it's important information to me. I mean, you know who I'm playing against, where they're going to be playing, um, you know, and, you know, in general, the league is decently small to the fact that you know you have a lot of friends around the league and you want to see how they're doing and you stay on top of of that and so i mean it's it's good to follow from that perspective as well but uh, as far as the negotiations um you know that affects everybody and you know i want to be able to see uh negotiations go well obviously to to uh 
make sure that the players for the future um, are going to be getting taken care of. As you, an American playing in the CFL, what did you think of the whole ratio debate that was going on for a while there? Well, I mean, it's, it's um, you know, I, I can see both sides of, of everything, right? Um, so, I mean, for me, like, I didn't write anything on social media because, I, I mean, I don't I didn't find it appropriate to. Um, so, I mean, I, it was definitely, you know, a, a bit of a division. But uh, we, we as a group all have to be able to agree upon um, one thing, and that's, you know, this is the Canadian Football League, so they're, they're – there are going to be different stipulations that got to go forward. And um, so with that being said, I mean, you know, I think we, we've moved past that and we're kind of on to the bigger and more important initiatives now. Okay. Uh, the CFL announced today that there's going to be a European draft a week from today. Uh, what do you think of the whole uh, kind of expanding internationally that the league is attempting to do? That's funny. I didn't even hear that yet today. So that's, that's good. Um, well, I mean, I think it's great because at the end of the day, if you want to expand revenue, you want to expand the CFL's reach, um, you know, looking outside of Canada and outside of the U.S. is obviously, I think, it, it's smart. I mean, you're you're looking for new revenue sources. You're looking for new talent. You're looking for new uh, people to watch the game of the CFL. And I think it's fantastic. The more people we can get watching the game up here, it, it's just doesn't get better than that so i mean if it can bring in more talent it can bring in more uh revenue for the league uh that's only going to benefit the players so you're about a month away from coming to winnipeg yeah roughly a month kind of putting plans together uh as far as you know getting an apartment rented for the time being and you know how we're going to get out there and move our stuff and um yeah it's getting exciting looking forward to being out there uh, you know probably a couple weeks early before camp starts just so I'm I'm good and settled and ready to roll. So how is the excitement level then as this month kind of draws closer to training camp? Yeah, I mean, for me, my excitement to get back on the field is has probably been the quickest of all time this this offseason. I mean, for a while now I've been counting down the days so we can start playing football again and um yeah, I'm just super excited. Had a really good off season so far of training, and and uh, my body's feeling the best it's ever felt. And, you know, I I know that as a team we're going to be doing some special things, and then personally I want to be able to play at my all time best level. How do you feel about being on the same defense as Willie Jefferson? Oh, it's going to be extremely exciting. I mean, he's a very you know dynamic and and exceptional player. I mean, the things that he can do are um, you know pretty special, and they're definitely unlike what a lot of other people in this league can bring so he's definitely a unique guy to have on your side do you uh did you keep track of that alliance of american football saga and the fact that that league folded eight weeks in yeah i, I did over the last couple of days kind of saw how that unfolding and um you know it's unfortunate uh that another league yet again has, has folded and you know is at the end of the day the pit players are the ones kind of paying for it and missing out on opportunities elsewhere or, you know, you know, he's having to buy their own flights home, you know, not having a future now with a contract, but, um, you know, those things, I mean, the other leagues have, have shown that that's kind of the way the NFL has been the only football market people are paying attention to, but also that this new league really wasn't able to kind of capture 
the partnership they were looking for with the NFLPA and the NFL as well. So, I mean, all that stuff is, is super important to, you know, another league success. I guess their idea was they wanted to become a feeder system for the NFL because it's really the the big one big pro league in North America that doesn't have kind of a minor league system. So they were hoping for that, didn't get it. So it, it really, I guess, just leaves the CFL as the only other pro league, right? I mean, essentially, I mean, you really look at it like that for sure. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I don't, I'm not sure behind the scenes why or why not partnerships and, and, and big picture wise, it wasn't coming together. Um, you know, but I mean, the NFL, they, they, they love their draft picks and they love cultivating them. And, and, you know, you look at how many people who are, who are, you know, having eight, nine, ten year careers uh, in the NFL as undrafted free agents. There's not a there's not a lot of them. Um, most guys are uh, drafted, and then most guys are you know just getting recycled. The average NFL career is definitely, I think, it's under three years, or might be three point two years, one or the other. Um, you know, it's just um, there's not a. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of room for undrafted free agents coming into the NFL. So I mean, the NFL feeder system. I'm not even sure if it's super realistic. Right. Uh, before I let you go, Adam, just curious, do you follow hockey at all? Yeah, I've been following hockey uh, for a while now, ever since I actually came up to Canada. It's actually really uh, an interesting sport that I, I like to watch now. Canucks fan then? Well, I started off as a Canucks fan. Now I'm a Jets fan. <laughs> I guess you have to be now, right? Of course, I can change my loyalty, no problem. All right, so there is a chance when you get here that they're still in the playoffs, so it could be pretty fun in the city. I know, I'm looking forward to hopefully getting out to a game. As I mentioned before, every game I've gone to before they've won, so I'm pretty sure that I'd be good luck if I made it out to the stadium. All right, Adam, well, appreciate you taking time to talk to me tonight, and we'll uh, see you when you get here. No problem, see you soon, take right. care. No matter what sport or activity you're involved in, the RBC Training Ground gives local athletes a chance to test their strength, speed, power, endurance in front of officials from Olympic sports looking for new talent. So Sunday at the Sport for Life Center, Olympic officials will be looking for local athletes with the raw talent that could make them well-suited for an Olympic sport. Technical director, of the training ground. Kurt Ennis joins us now on the CGOB Sports Show. Kurt, how are you doing tonight? Great, Christian. Thanks for having me. So, how does this work? Can people just show up and show their stuff? Absolutely, yeah. It's a free event for the community in Winnipeg. Any athlete between the ages of 14 and 25 is invited to come on out and, and have a go. And it's free? Absolutely. So, the idea is where it's funny where sort of piggybacking on the backs of uh, some hockey news that you have there. There's some pretty good examples of athletes from the Winnipeg who have transitioned from hockey backgrounds into Olympic sports, mostly speed skating in the Winnipeg area, but got some great examples in uh, um, Cindy Clawson, uh, Susan Ock, and those sorts of athletes that have hopefully come to mind and still relevant in the Winnipeg area. But those are the kinds of athletes that we're looking for. Those that like to play sports, but maybe aren't in the right sport or maybe haven't really found the the perfect sport to maximize their athletic ability. So I'm curious, what kind of tests will you be running for these athletes? Yeah, so very, very basic. Most of us have done these tests in school, either in junior high or in high school. We start out with a vertical jump, which measures lower body power. 
Then the athletes move into a running sprint over 40 meters, which measures their speed. Then they move into a mid-thigh pole, which measures their uh, maximal strength. And the uh, finishing test is an endurance event. It's the uh, 20-meter shuttle run or the beat test. Mm. So they're all very, they're all very basic, easy to do. Not a lot of skill involved, and they're really just a good measure of the overall athleticism of each of the athletes. I think we all remember the beep test from high school and how fun that was. Yes, very fun. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's a great event for most of the athletes who are not necessarily great at the speed or the power, but they're really good at enduring, and that's what we're trying to highlight is, you know, we're trying to find athletes that are good at one or two or three or maybe even four of each of these tests. So this is not the first year this came through Winnipeg. Last year, there were a number of uh, local athletes who took part. Did uh, I guess, was anybody picked out of the rough here? We've had a couple of great examples through the program so far. Yeah, we've got some speed skaters that are now coming through. We've got a couple of rowers that have come through the program as well. Uh, so there's lots of different uh, opportunities. And again, it's not just for athletes who are in certain sports now trying to make the Olympics. They could be. But we're also hopeful that athletes will come in with a very open mind, wanting to try new events that they may not have had the opportunity to try previously. Okay. So uh, a lot of times you'll see uh, maybe someone in high school, they'll, they'll be a decent athlete, and then maybe they'll, they'll go to university. But sometimes maybe they don't. And so this is an opportunity, even if it is someone that plays a university sport at the U of M or UW here in Winnipeg, to to show and maybe not even show, but maybe learn something about themselves. Absolutely, Christian. Yeah, we've got tons of examples of athletes who are very well-intentioned, on the right track, but they just run out of runway, to put it that way. You, know, you get to the end of your CIS career or your, your university career, and you're not moving forward in your sport, but you've still got lots of life left as an athlete. So those are the kids and athletes that we're really trying to encourage. Even though you think you're going to make it to the next step, you're going to be the next best NHL player or WNHL player or what have you, please come on out because we may be able to help you fast track into another sport or give you some information to continue for you to continue to play in that sport for sure. So will there be scouts from a number of like national organizations at this thing? Yeah, so we have eight different sport partners who are uh, on the books that show up at the Winnipeg event, so ranging from speed skating, freestyle skiing, snowboarding, from track cycling, athletics, uh, on and on. So there's quite a few sport partners that'll be there looking to help athletes, as we say, transition uh, into their sports or continue on the pathway in those very sports as well. Now, if you took these tests right now today, how would you do? I, you know what? I've tried a couple of them. I'm, I'm much more oriented now as an endurance athlete, as I get more and more mature in my, in my uh, age, if you will. When I was an Olympic athlete, I was much more speed power oriented, but that was almost 30 years ago now, Christian. So I'm, uh, I'm still a pretty fit guy, but I wouldn't fare too well on the speed power stuff. Probably okay on the endurance and strength stuff. <laughs> so you, you were uh, an Olympic cyclist, correct? Yes. Yeah, I was uh, actually teammates with Tanya Dubnikov and Clara Hughes back in the 90s. So those sorts of names uh, hopefully are familiar with some of the older uh, members of your audience. But yeah, again... Got some great examples. Uh, I I was born in Deloraine and and spent a lot of time in in Winnipeg growing up, so I'm real familiar with the environment. And I just love again to see some of the athletes from the community coming out and having this, you know, having a go. It's it's not elite in focus. It's really meant to be a community oriented event. Come on out, have some fun, and and learn a little bit more about your athletic ability. So, what time do people have to show up if they want to take part? 
Yeah, uh, registration. So you can hit um, rbctrainingground.ca. So www.rbctrainingground.ca if you want to pre-register. But they're also uh, accepting walk-ins. Um, 8.30 onwards on uh, on the day up. All right, Kurt, I appreciate your time and uh, have fun. Thank you so much for the time. And, and uh, yeah, hopefully you see some of the uh, athletes out on the weekend. Thank you. Check out the CJOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. with Christian O'Mell and the Sports Show Podcast. Not available on iTunes, not available on Google Podcasts, not available anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. Yes.